Hey, everybody. Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin Lamontang from Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths. Dustin joins us. How are you doing today? Hey, real good, Bryn. How's yourself? Fine, thank you. Hey, the topic of today's podcast is bear market blues. How do you want to dive in on this? Well, you know, as as we speak, the uh, the markets here in the last week kind of turned into uh, bear market territory, at least from their their highs. Uh, you know, the the highs they set earlier in uh, in the year here. Uh, the S and P five hundred, uh, I think, is down about twenty three percent. It's going to fluctuate, of course. Nasdaq was down even more, thirty eight percent. And and uh, the TSX not quite in uh, in bear market yet. We're we're a little bit commodity uh, heavy. Oil and uh, uh, you know gold and and mining have have uh, kept kept the uh, the index from dropping into bear market territory. But it's still down thirteen percent from the highs. I think we were at twenty two thousand five hundred, and we dropped down here below twenty thousand here recently. So um, it's. Uh, you know they're they're calling it a bear market, and by definition, on the S and P five hundred and the Nasdaq, you're, you're definitely in bear market territory. But to me, other than the stock prices, it it doesn't feel like uh, we're heading into a recession. And 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 you don't necessarily need a recession to have a, a bear market. Sometimes just stocks go up too high, and then they they regulate and and they drop down, and you call it a bear market. So I think on, on the U S market, that's definitely what we had going on and you know a lot of those tech stocks that push the S&P 500 up uh you know call it Google and and Amazon and and Facebook <clears throat> Netflix they've all come down and that's why you've seen the Nasdaq drop down almost 40% as opposed to the S&P which is only down 23 uh, the S&P being a broader market than the NASDAQ, which is more tech-heavy, uh, tech-focused. So the other thing that's happened is you've seen uh, a lot of the pandemic plays that went way, way up. Uh, you know, companies like uh, Zoom and, and, and Shopify and Peloton and, and, and such, uh, they, some of those are down 80 90%. Wow. So... Uh, those pandemic plays that went up again in a parabolic fashion, they, they've come down in a parabolic fashion. So, yeah. uh, you know, when 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 something uh, is too good to be true or it's overinflated or, or it's, uh, you know, something has a billion in revenue and it's trading at a 30 billion dollar market cap, you know, that's not sustainable. So eventually that has to come back down. Um and, and the reason I'm saying it doesn't feel like uh, a bear market is because uh, the business climate is still very robust uh, worldwide. I mean, not obviously in places like Russia and Ukraine, but in uh, in the rest of Europe, North America, Asia, you, you've got uh, some some very good um, business happening. Uh, you know the. Uh, the, the amount of money that's sitting in uh, just savings accounts in the United States, I think I read is something uh, north of four, four, $4.4 trillion. Wow. That's trillion with a T. That is a lot of money. Um, so when, when you're looking at, uh, you know, that, and then you, you combine that with uh, unemployment at a record low, um, of 3.6%. Just to give you an idea how low that is, uh, full employment is considered 4%. That's what most uh, mo- most uh, fi- finance, uh, you know, if you, if you had a doctorate in finance, they would tell you that 4% is full unemployment. Okay. Okay. 
or full employment. Full I employment. Say. I got you. Right. Yeah. Meaning, meaning that, you know, there's going to be 4% of the population that's just never going to, you know, want to get off the couch and, and go work. Or can't, okay. right? Uh, no, the, the generally the unemployment numbers take into account people that can work. Okay. I got okay. you. So the, the, the reason 4% is uh, considered full and, and 3.6 is just, you know, uh, unbelievably low. Um, you've got uh, almost every business in, in almost every sector right now that can't fill skilled positions. Right. Okay. And, and unskilled positions. So I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, it, it doesn't take skill to work at a fast food restaurant or, or a retail store. Uh, obviously there's, there's certain skills you need, but generally those can be taught readily quick. Um, you, you, pe- people can't find uh, anyone to fill those positions and we're not bringing in uh, foreign labor at the rate that we used to pre pandemic. So there's a major uh, staffing shortage across industries and across sectors right now. Um, and, and what happens when there's a shortage is people start to pay more in wages uh, to attract those employees, right? You don't have a choice. Okay. So if you're a young person, a millennial and you're 22, 23 coming out of, uh, college or, or your, your trade school, you've kind of got your pick right now because, uh, I think what happened is during the pandemic, a lot of the boomers just decided to say, you know what, I'm not going back to work. And that's created a major shortage across industries. So, uh, when, when you look at, uh, the unemployment rate that would not jive with the recessionary environment as well. Right. So I think we're seeing uh, l- largely uh, a uh, bear market in the U.S. precipitated on overvaluation, and those valuations are now normalizing, and it's bringing the whole market down. So as a result, you're getting uh, on that tech rollover. You're getting uh, some pretty good, I think, buying opportunities in certain sectors that have come come down. Um, with with the tech stocks, you know, like banks, um, like insurance companies, like railroads, uh, certain sectors of the utilities, uh, some telecoms have come down. So, uh, you know, when you're looking at the overall market, there's probably some good buying opportunities right now. And I, I think I'll talk about that in future podcasts. Excellent. Hey, the other thing I got to ask too is when we're talking about a bear market and the blues and everything that goes with it, Everybody's talking about mortgage prices now and the interest rate and that kind of thing. Is that also kind of pulling us down a little? Yeah. And, it, you know, it's it's more perspective because, you know, as, as they drop rates to to normalize things and, and prop up the economy <clears throat> when, when the pandemic hit in right. early 2020, uh, they brought five-year mortgage rates down to 2%. And that's just not sustainable and it's not healthy because you're basically giving away money for almost free. Right. Okay. So now rates are back up to, you know, five-year rate, I think is just north of 4%. Well, that's just where they were, you know, pre-pandemic. So it's not like we've uh, um, rewritten the, you know, financial concepts or the wheel or, or uh, changed the entire mortgage market around two years ago, people had to qualify at 4% for mortgages. So it's just kind of normalized and I think it's healthy and it will uh, bring back, uh, prices to a more reasonable level in some of those overheated markets. So uh, the best best cure for high high real estate prices is is higher interest rates, right? Yeah. So yeah. Now now what because of the situation we're in, what is there, are there a few guidelines here? Obviously, stay away from brutal advice. That would be one. But 
Is there anything else people should be watching carefully right now as we go through this? So we tiptoe yeah, our way the, through it. You know, I, I see I see these talking heads on TV, and they're usually on BNN or they're on uh, CNBC, and uh, you know these these money managers come on and, and they give the advice of you know just stay stay the course, uh, don't don't alter your investment mix, uh, just don't even look at your your money. It's a long term game. This, this is all great advice if you're in your, you know, 20s, 30s, and 40s. Right. As you start to get into your 50s and 60s, well, uh, and, and especially 70s and 80s, you're, you're not a, a long-term investor anymore. Your runway has shortened considerably. You can't afford to lose capital. Um, so when you're, when you're looking at getting advice on your investments, the worst thing you can do in, in these time times when markets go down sharply is stick your head in the sand. And if you're, if you're dealing with an advisor that is not making changes as, uh, the market dictates, uh, you, you better look in the mirror cause you're going to lose money. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's always changes that can be made when these drops happen that you can take advantage of. Okay. For I'll give you one really simple example. Um, I've had a lot of uh, money in uh, oil and gas stocks for clients in the last uh, 18 months. Right. Because it was a pretty easy sector to call uh, in terms of uh, the prices appreciating and so forth. Now, I, I didn't anticipate, you know, prices going up as high as they did due to Ukraine, uh, the Ukraine invasion. Um, but here, here we are, we've made some pretty good money in certain areas of the oil and gas complex, particularly in pipelines and the, and the producers. Uh, I've taken some money off the table here and I'm starting to rotate it into some of these areas that are uh, beaten up a little bit, like the financials, uh, like some of the U.S. consumer stocks, um, you know, I, I've been tiptoeing a little bit into companies like Disney and Boeing. Um, so there's always an opportunity to take advantage of what's going on in the market. And I, it really it's one of my pet peeves when when these uh, talking heads on on the financial channels just say, uh, you know, do nothing, stay the course. Yeah. Um, sometimes that's the right advice to stay the course. But more often than not, there's some changes that can be made to your portfolio in conjunction with your advisor. Uh, that can benefit what's going on in the present uh, to take advantage of uh, and, and enhance your wealth in the future. Somebody wants to get a hold of you and maybe tiptoe through a few of these things. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, you can give me a call on my cell phone, 780-905-7729, or uh, on my email, dlamontang at researchcapital.com. feel a little uncomfortable. I think we use tiptoe three times on this podcast. It's not a word okay, that, that I use very often, but... We won't, uh, we won't use it in the next pod. Going to keep me on my toes. Dustin, thanks for this. And uh, thanks for listening to Making Sense. Have yourself a great day. 